Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. What it do? What it do? <laughs> I'm oh, Ovid. I'm Jotham. And this is OJ in the OJ morning. OJ in the morning. <laughs> We're still working on time. the intro. We're still working on like the timing of the intro. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of difficult because we're not in like we're not in the same like room. We're not in the same room, much less yeah. you know the same country. So it's kind of hard to like time because I'm not seeing you and your body language, and you're like, you know. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Like it would be a lot easier if we were like in the same room. Yeah, we were face to face. Yeah, we could read like our like like our body language and our like facial cues and everything. So oh yeah. But we're working on it. We're getting there, man. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, our first few episodes, like, our very, very first few episodes, we recorded together in the same room, you know? Yeah. It was lit, bro. We had the lights, dim lights. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) The candle up. You know? It was nice. It was a nice little space. But it was nice. It was super nice space. Yeah. But now, you know, we're here. We make do with what we got. We gonna make do, and I'm I'm sitting in a car and raining. It's pouring right now. I don't know if you can hear that, bro. No, I can't hear it. Okay, good. Yeah, it's pouring rain. I'm sitting in the car. <laughs> Dang, yeah. dude. Yes. Yeah, make it happen. The snow's gone, eh? Yeah, you just gotta make it happen. Yeah, all the snow's gone. The snow's gone. That's good. So, very nice. Very but you know nice. what I did? What? And I recommend this to anyone. Well, yeah, there's there's more degrees to this, but you know what I did? I I put screen time, like a screen time limit on my social media. Oh, good. Yeah, that's what I've done too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you got off Instagram, didn't you? Right now I'm off. Right now I'm off Instagram. Okay. For a yeah, few weeks. I, yeah, I put I put like a screen time limit. Um. But I also have, like, you know how you can get in it? Like, you can still get in. You have to set, like, a passcode and you get in. Yeah, yeah. So I actually had my fiancé, like, put in the passcode so that I don't know. Like, I don't know the passcode, so I can't get in. So once I'm done, I'm done, you know? Hey, there you go. So I can't, like, because I used to have, like, a screen time limit a couple years ago. And I Mm -hmm. tried it. But I knew the passcode, you know? So I was just like, ah, I'm just going. Yeah, you would just get into it, yeah. Yeah, but now it's like... I, don't, I can't I can't get in um but I've replaced social media with games on my phone now <laughs> so you're still on your phone so I'm, just, I'm on my phone just as much except I'm doing like games probably yeah. I don't know man well think... here's the thing though I, I'll justify it like this I'll justify it like this they're I mean yes they're games but they're like puzzle games you know so it's like it's like working your brain keeps your brain thinking you know yeah so I I mean, I guess in a way, it's better, right? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I think, I think there's a difference between social media and like playing a game or something. Because a game is kind of like it's more stimulating. You're more like interactive with it. Whereas like social media, you're kind of like you can just scroll endlessly. Yeah, and like, like I, yeah, yeah. And there's like a there's a link between like social media and anxiety, like oh, yeah, how much sure. you're on it. So I think. It's a good idea to have that limit yeah. there. How how many how long a day do you have set? Yeah, I have an hour and fifteen minutes, which I'm not even using for my social mm. media. I'm not even using. I'm not using it all either. Mm. I'm only getting to like fifty minutes or so. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I'll probably bring it down to an hour or something like that. But man, man, I'm stuck on this puzzle, bro. I've been stuck on this puzzle for like 25 minutes. Is it like a crossword puzzle or just like no, it's uh, like, like an it's actual like, puzzle, like pieces and everything? No, it's like one. Well, I have this wood block puzzle, like the wood blocks. You got to try to get this one block that's a different color out of the puzzle. And you got to move the other blocks around it. It's kind of like an older game. I remember it was on the first iPhone. Okay. Or like the first few iPhones, but I, I'm playing it right now. And then there's like another one that I play that it's uh, like there's this liquid in like these little flasks or whatever. And there's different colors of liquid and you have to put, you have to separate all the colors into one like tube. Or that's better, a tube. You have to okay. separate all the colors into one tube, but you can't put, you can't pour one color on top of the other. Or you can't pour a color on top of a different color. You have to, it's, and it's, it's fun. But I've been stuck on a puzzle for like 25 minutes. And this is the worst thing. <laughs> uh, I, the, the one thing I've been trying to get into a little more is like Sudoku. Do you know what that is? Oh, yeah. I played Sudoku, yeah. Yeah, Sudoku is like the, my, my guilty pleasure. But I tried getting into crosswords, but like I couldn't do it. Like, because like, like, like it's, hey. it's words, right? But then they, they, they give like a small description of the word. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I don't even know what this means. And then I'll like, <laughs> I'll, I'll take a hint. And then I'll just like fill out the whole thing with hints. I'm like, I don't yeah. even know what this word is. Like, how am I supposed to know the answer to that? Uh-huh. So I'm like, I oh, played, this is hopeless. Yeah, I played Sudoku for a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if I still have that app, but I played it for a little bit a while back. Yeah, um, Sudoku. Sudoku's like it's 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 time consuming, and it's, it's not like very fun though. I can see why people would think that. Yeah, I can. I, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I can see why it's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> like, I, it wasn't like super intriguing, you know? It yeah. couldn't keep me entertained for more than like a few minutes. Yeah, I feel you. I just got scared into doing it because, like, I heard that, like, if you are doing like puzzles like that when you're young, like, it decreases the chance of you getting like Alzheimer's or dementia when you're older. Really? So yeah, so I, I started freaking out because I know some an old person who has dementia, like, like the stuff he's kind of putting his family through right now. And I'm just kind of like, oh, freak, I kind of want to end up like that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I started doing that because of that. No, that's good though. I mean, it's like it's like activating your brain and like stimulating it, right? Yeah. Rather than social media, it's just like mind numbing and dumbing, mm. you know, things like it's just a lot of that stuff can just really be like not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just not beneficial, really, in the long run. Even though most of, even though my social media is just more, most of it is just like animals. <laughs> oh yeah, Dude, you always send me puppies. Yeah, yeah. Animals, oh, food, and sports. Yeah, so yeah. Just, but still, even then, it's just like, eh. I think you it's know? good to stay connected. Like, yeah, I use sure. it. I use it to stay connected to everybody from like Portland and everything. Yeah, like. Because I'm I'm not on it right now. I I noticed that like okay I'm not as in touch. I'm not as aware of what's going on with my friends as I usually right. would be if I was connected yeah. on social media. But it does help in other ways in the sense that like not being on it, like I can just focus more on different things. I I'm not like wasting time just scrolling through you know social media or whatever. So yeah, it, it's 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 you know double edged sword kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. But this week. 
uh, we're talking about something that I've been thinking about recently a lot. And it's kind of like about the prosperity gospel, you know, mm. and have you, have you watched the documentary called, uh, I think it's called American gospel. I think it's on Netflix. No, I haven't. It's actually heard. really interesting. It's actually really interesting. It's, it's kind of covers the whole prosperity gospel and, um, this kind of like American church culture as a whole, but yeah. more specifically zeroing in on the role prosperity gospel has yeah. in American church and kind of how detrimental it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what prosperity gospel essentially is, is kind of like, you know, you, you think of like Joel Osteen, you think of, um, you know, the most, like more popular pastors kind of like say, Oh God wants you to be rich. God wants you to be happy. God wants you to have all this different stuff. And it's kind of it's kind of wrong in a way, you know what I mean? Like, if, have you like have you heard like yeah, prosperity yeah. gospel and like yeah, preachers I, like that? Yeah, I I well, I mean, first of all, I don't listen to those preachers. Yeah, I don't watch that. <laughs> I, I don't watch their sermons. I don't like follow them on Instagram. I don't keep up with that. So it's just mm. you know what I mean. Like that's not. But continue. Yeah, and it's just kind of like the documentary at least kind of like followed uh, more theologically sound individuals kind of like dissecting it and kind of pointing out where it's wrong. And yeah, um, even like some people who were part of those churches kind of leaving and now understanding how their thinking has been changed because of it and not in a good way. Um, so for you, like you, you just said, like you don't follow them. You don't, stay in touch with that kind yeah. of side of Christian culture. So what, why is that? Why is it that you don't stay in touch with that? I don't, I don't see, I, there's like some truth to, to it, but mm-hmm. I'm learning right now. Like I'm learning right now in my class, uh, polling, it's called Pauline epistles. That class. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, I'm learning right now. There's, there's a part where we, we went through and and Paul was basically saying in his uh, in his letter he was saying like any distortion of the gospel is not the true gospel mm. like any anything that is not like the actual Jesus real gospel anything that has like anything that's not the the actual real gospel is a distortion of the gospel and he's basically saying all those People, the people who do not preach the true gospel should be damned and go to hell. Like he's Dang. saying, like, like he's tough, you know. Mm, yeah, Paul is is a tough guy, you know, and he that's what he's saying. And so I think is, and I'm not trying to damn anyone to hell. I'm just saying, like, mm. there's there's parts of truth in that kind of prosperity gospel thing, but there's not the full. And I think, um, like, there's just some theology I just can't, doesn't sit with me. You know, like, you just mentioned, mm. you just mentioned, like, God wants you to be happy and God wants to, you know, like, it's just like, I don't, I don't see that in scripture, you know? Yeah. Like, God wants to bless you. Yeah. But I don't think, um, like, Paul, like, I don't think uh, God necessarily, like, is just trying to make you happy and the whole of being a christian is to be happy and have everything you could ever want mm. like no paul's like paul's theology is actually quite different like theology of like suffering like i'm suffering for the mm. cause of christ you know and 
I'm actually, and it's very difficult. And I actually, instead of having everything, I'm giving everything, you know? Yeah. And so I just, like some stuff, it just doesn't sit right with me, you know? And I, I have a, I have really strong, strong, or I have a really hard time, like, you know, accepting that gospel, you know? Yeah. And it's just tough for me, bro. Like, I just, I don't see it. Yeah. It is, it is hard to, like, really stomach it. Um, mm. But the, the weird thing is, is that those prosperity preachers are probably the m- most popular preachers in America, at least. Or even in other oh, countries, yeah. like in third world countries, like the most popular pastors, quote unquote, are like the ones who preach prosperity and like riches and success. And like they're they're oh, essentially yeah. more like motivational speakers than they are preachers yeah. of the gospel, and that's where I kind of get hung up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the disconnect between you know the whole prosperity gospel and the real gospel is that I, I was having this conversation with my my family earlier. It was kind of like it just seems weird in that we live in a day and age where you can get rich from preaching about Jesus from the Bible where people were killed for writing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it, mm-hmm. it, the disconnect is really weird. And it, it kind of went more into like how, like, you know, Ravi Zacharias and Carl Lentz and everything that happened with them and just how comfort can kind of be like a disease, especially in Christianity. Like you kind of just like, you're not really being tested in any way. You're just, coasting through life and i and another friend who even once said like if you're not facing any resistance in your life it's because you're not a threat to the enemy in any way Mm -hmm. you know and i'm kind of veering off topic but the problem with prosperity gospel is that it focuses more on materialism than it does on spirituality um or maybe a better way of putting it is that spirituality is a means to gain material, to in, in, like to gain riches, so like God be, kind of becomes a genie in the bottle rather than God. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who have that mindset, and when they don't yeah. get their riches and they don't get their success and they don't get all the things that they want, they mm. say, "Oh, God isn't real," and it's because they kind of been fed the wrong God. They've been shown the wrong God. And that's not to say that God has never blessed people financially. Like you have people like Abraham and like David, where God blesses them a lot and they expand, you know, their, their, their influence and their land and, you know, Mm. their possessions and all that kind of stuff. So I think there is room to say God can bless you in that way. God can, but that should never be the focus. It should never be um, like, Oh, I'm following God just to get rich. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think that detracts from the gospel because it's not about Jesus anymore. It's about you. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. Um, so what, sure. Like, what do you think? Why, why is it that you think that prosperity gospel is so popular? At least I think in America, but I think it's, it's more international that that is kind of the most popular form of Christianity. So why, why do you think that is? I'm happy you asked that because I was, I, I'm happy you asked that because I was just about to touch on that. Okay. <laughs> especially in America, especially in America where, like, I think prosperity gospel is so popular and so huge. And, like, people are going to these churches and stuff like that because, dude, like, that's what America is, like, 
built on, you know, mm. economically. Like America, it's all about the American dream. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, getting, excuse me. It's all about going to school, going to, I had a burp, going to school, going to college, you know, getting a job, getting rich, owning a business, making it, you know, buying a house, getting all, like, making it big, getting rich, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, that's what America just breeds on that, right? Mm. And from a young age, and I can say, like, I'm, I grew up here in America, I can say, like, that was always preached on me by school by outside forces and like so people are just already wired to think that you know mm. so so already like going into a church they think they have that in mind right yeah and then these ch- churches are just feeding that more into you in in uh in america they're just feeding that more into you the church is like oh god wants you to have this this this, mm-hmm. and it fits yeah. it fits the it fits the american the American way, like the American dream, you know? Yeah. And so it's just like the whole society, like our whole society is just, just, uh, bringing that. Mm. And it's, it's, a, it's tough to get out that cycle because it's, it's actually not about that, you know? Mm. It's actually not about that. Um, like to follow Jesus is to lose everything. Yeah. You know? And, and that is, that's, that's not the way to go. You know, like that's not the, like I said, the true gospel. But um, that's all I have to say about that. Sorry. No, it's good. Like that's actually, that's a really good way of putting it. It's like there, it's essentially the reason why it's so popular. Is like you were saying, like it's because that's what people want to hear, and yeah. that I think that it, that is somewhere in the New Testament. I think I don't know who said it, if it was Paul or Peter or somebody else, but they're kind of warning the church, saying like there are going to be false prophets who are going to rise up. And they're mm-hmm. just gonna say whatever people want to hear, yeah. And I think that's always been the case. So I don't think this is anything new, but it is something to be aware of. Like when you see this kind of stuff, to to be aware that okay, this actually isn't the truth. This is at least maybe it's not even just the truth, but it's not the full truth. It's just a part of it, and it's and it's mm-hmm. like a twisting of that aspect. Um, oh yeah. So. So how do you think, like, as, because, like, we're Christians and we can, and whether we disagree with them or not, we still do consider them Christians in a way. So how then would you interact with that sect of Christianity? Like, how do you view that and how do you properly relate to it as a Christian? Uh, what do you mean? So, like, say, for instance, you, you have a friend who kind of, like, goes to, like, a prosperity gospel church and like how do you relate to that person how do you like because inevitably there is going to be a disagreement on some things so then how would you yeah properly deal with those disagreements and deal with those differences um i don't know Mm. i don't know because i've never faced that yeah but i but there is one thing i know um I think my my one of my professors told me this. He said, "When you deal with people, you you speak to them, you you speak to them with love first. Mm-hmm. Like you know the 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 speak in like the what is it like speak in love and truth or truth uh, speak the truth in love, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he says, when you're handling people, you you start with love and work your way to truth. Mm. You know, like, first of all, talk to them in, in love, love them, not, I mean, not hate them, not speak to them maliciously or with bad intent and that kind of thing. But as I love them and grow their trust, then bring in the truth, right? Yeah. Um, and then there was another, he had like the opposite of that when dealing with, uh, I think it was like when dealing with, um, uh, I'm not sure, but it was like dealing, it was like the opposite of that when dealing with something, it's like you speak, speak with truth first and then work your way to love. Mm. But I can't remember what that was, but he said, with dealing with people, you speak with love first, then work your way to truth. Mm. And so, because I want them to know know me and know where I'm coming from and know my heart and know that I love them before I'm just like trying to correct them and right. you're like, well, you're, you, you have bad theology. You're thinking mm. about things the wrong way. Your whole worship system is, a, is, a, is, is, you know, false and mm. all those things. Right. So it's just like, I speak to them. I start with love and I work my way to truth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's, uh, I think that's a, a good way to handle it i think that's how i would at least hope and try to handle it you Mm -hmm. know um because like you said there's been there's been some people like the church has has hurt in the past few years Mm -hmm. with like pastors and immorality and stuff like that and i'm kind of going off topic but there's like some of these churches who like people go to that I don't know, like, they're just preaching this, and then it's like, oh, their their pastor fell, and there's, like, there's this big scandal, and there's this, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, you know, what's the, like, the fruit of it is, like, I mean, and it happens everywhere, I'm, I'm, it's sad to say, yeah. but it's like, the fruit of it, it's like, you know, maybe it's because it's not, they're not preaching the real gospel, or, so it's just like, I don't know, man, I, I, I have a really hard time with this. Um, and like I said, but I would, I mean, I would hope to speak with truth or speak with love, you know, mm. towards those people, toward people or friends that I have that go to this church or, or this type of church or believe this, this gospel and have faith in this gospel. So, yeah, 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 it, 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 I think that's a good way to put it, you know, speak the truth. How would you love. handle that? Um, I, I would hope I do it the same way that you were talking about, you know, speak the truth in love. Um, and I think that is really the only way I would do it is it's like, I'd want to get to know the person first and get to know like where, where their priorities really are, where their thoughts are, where their, where their walk with God is. Cause I, I would assume that somebody who, even though they were part of like a prosperity, you know, gospel kind of church, that they were, there is still a relationship with God to a degree it just might right. not be in the right lens. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't talk to them as if they know nothing. I'd want to get to know like where they are first. And then sure. like when I have a good foundation of a friendship to kind of like try to like maneuver it and try to show them like where we might disagree and then like be willing to have a, a, a civil conversation. Cause I think the last thing we need more of is like, um, like debate and like fighting i think there needs to be more like civil conversation and like like you said speaking the truth in love and being like okay this is where i disagree with you and this is what i think but also being open to let them speak on where they disagree with me and where they might 
point out saying, oh, this is where I think you're wrong. And it, so like conversations like that need to go both ways. So being open to where they might criticize and also being willing to point out where I think they're wrong as well. I think. Yeah. But it is, but I think also at the end of the day, you just go back to the Bible. I think like, cause mm-hmm. opinions go so far, but I think when you go back to the scripture and be like, this is actually what the scripture says and right. let the scripture speak for itself. And that's why I think it's so important that we have the Bible be like the foundation of our faith. And I think that's where we kind of are deviating from. And at least in our postmodern kind of society is that Christianity, even in Christianity, like Christians are starting to like believe that the Bible is no longer the, the standard. You know what I mean? What were you going to say? I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, it feels like it's more feelings based than like truth based, you know, like, Oh, I just, I just feel like I've heard this. I just feel like God wants me to be happy or I feel like God wants me. A lot of stuff is just like feelings based Mm. based. and like, I feel like this or even like some other, what is completely off topic, but like people like I've, I've seen this happen or I've heard this happen, like, or I've witnessed it. And it's just like, I don't, I don't understand, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like God is, like people worshiping God just to get a feeling out of it. Like just to feel happy and feel like their peace. I'm like, that's not what worship is all about. And we've talked about this in our worship series, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like, there's, there's a lot more feelings and it's not like actual truth. Like, I'm sorry. Your feelings mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> like your feelings don't matter. And I'm sorry to say that, but mm-hmm. like the truth is what matters, you know? like the the bible is the like the real truth and your opinions you know can be your opinions but it's all just a matter of what the bible says you know yeah and so uh, that's just what i got to say about that part yeah it's kind of if our feelings are are in contrast with the bible then we don't then try to like mold the bible to better accommodate our feelings but we have to kind of submit our feelings to what the authority of the bible says for sure um and i think I think that's where Christians, at least today, have kind of veered away from. Is that at least, I think it's more classified as like progressive Christianity, mm. and we could probably we could literally do a whole like series or episode about progressive Christianity and what we think about what's going on. But yeah, um, I think the reason why we've kind of gone so far into these different directions is because we've kind of like. Like you said, we followed our emotions. We followed our feelings more than we follow what the word says. So like in the sense of prosperity gospel, like we, it's so easy to be like, well, I think God wants me to be rich because I want to be rich. And I feel like that's what like, therefore I think that's what God wants for me. So I'm going to take everything from the Bible that has anything to do with God blessing somebody and make that mean that God wants everybody to be rich. God wants everybody to be successful. And And I think that that is, just a twisting into like twisting the Bible to be what we want it to be kind of like yeah. making the, the Bible into our own image, essentially, mm-hmm. rather than letting God use the word to mold us into his image. And I think we've, yeah. we've kind of let the influence go in the wrong direction. We, we now influence the Bible rather than letting the Bible influence us. Um, sure. So yeah, man, I just, I don't know about like the whole prosperity thing. Like it's, yeah, it's I, go ahead. Yeah. 
Well, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I just, I just think that it's a perversion of the truth. So I think, like, sure. I don't want to say it's like one hundred percent wrong and everything about it is wrong, but I think there are a lot of aspects of it that are more toxic and more mm-hmm. um, dangerous than they are beneficial. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard this last week. I heard this last week. This, I heard someone tell another person. Uh, told them, do what makes you happy. Mm. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that is, so that's probably some of the worst advice you can. Yeah, give <laughs> for real. Like for real. I, I uh, it's just like, and and this person said, oh, they gave me some really good advice. They told me to do what makes you happy. And I'm like, that is the most. That is not good advice. That's, that's some doo-doo <laughs> I didn't advice. tell. I didn't. I didn't tell this person that it was bad advice because I was, they were like sharing their heart. And yeah, like yeah. That. And I didn't want to like, you know, just yeah. I didn't want to like get in the way of that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, we were in a group. We were in a group, and I was like, right. I was, like that is not good advice because if I just did what I, what made me happy, like I I probably wouldn't even be serving God. You no, know yeah, I mean? for real. Like if I if everybody just did what made them happy. We'd be like very sinful, you know, uh, like more sinful than we are, you know, like we're just like stuff that makes us happy. You know, what makes me happy is, is sleeping in bed, you know, waking up at, at noon or one, one o'clock PM and not going to my classes. Like mm. that'll make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> like if I just, you know what I mean? Like I'll do, I'll do stuff that like I want to do, you know? Mm. And it's just like, no, like there's 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 regulations, there's rules, there's doctrine that applies, there's all this stuff mm-hmm. that you know goes into goes into play and it's like we can't be all doing what we're doing what makes us happy and we gotta do what the Bible says to do, you know? Yeah. And if that means uh getting rid of all we have then then that's what it means, you know? Yeah. Um and by all means I'm not saying I'm not saying like you can't have nice things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying we can't, like, I like my nice shoes. I'm wearing Nike Hirachis right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shoot. <laughs> but, uh, no, I've had these for years, bro. But I'm just saying, like, we can't have nice things. Like, we can have nice things, but it's not what it's about. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. It's not about having nice things or a nice house or a nice car or whatever, you know? It's about giving rather than receiving. It's mm-hmm. about, you know, like, being selfless and and instead of selfish and you know what i mean yeah and it's about like sacrifice not like sacrifice not you know the opposite of sacrifice i don't know what, I don't know what the opposite is yeah. <laughs> i don't know what the opposite would be but but it's like sacrificing your your rights sacrificing your you know what you think mm-hmm. or your feelings sacrificing your feelings Mm-hmm. you know and yeah so it's just like it's just oh, I've lost my train of thought that's okay yeah I think I think what you said there's something that you said that I realized it was kind of like it's not that we can't have nice things it's like it just can't be the focus it's, it's like that's not yeah. what it's about and I think that is the the main problem I have with the prosperity gospel thing like there's a lot of like doctrinal problems I have with it 
But the one thing that I think I take away from the most that I don't like about it is that it, the focus is wrong. The focus is more on money. The focus is on success. The focus is on on me and what I can get and what I want yeah. rather than on sure. Jesus. And I think that everything that takes away from Jesus is, is, is just not right. You know, so like, yeah, it's yeah. okay to have nice things. But yeah, if I have those nice things, am mm-hmm. I serving that do i is that my god is are my nice things my god and that's what i strive for or am i willing Mm -hmm. to lay all of that down to follow god like so if god were to tell Mm -hmm. me tomorrow yo i want you to flip and sell everything and follow me like he told the rich man would i be Mm -hmm. willing to say yes and sell it all and follow and follow him Mm -hmm. or would i say well i like my nice things so i'm going to stay here and be comfortable and i think that's the that's the dichotomy is like we have to be it's okay to have nice things but are we willing to lay it down at the drop of a dime if god were to say so you know what do we serve and i think that's Mm -hmm. the main focus like the prosperity gospel asks you to serve money and to like and it kind of uses god as a as like a an accessory to our desires (laughs) and the real gospel is like no everything is nice and it's cool and all but that's all like it's it'll it won't go with you it, it's nothing mm-hmm. it means nothing in comparison to god god is the reward god is the prize rather than you know money and success and material yeah. things yeah. yeah and you know that what's crazy about the rich man what when he was like you, you have to sell it if if you want to follow me. when jesus told him you want to follow me and you got to sell everything you have and like follow me mm-hmm. and what did he do he, he walked, didn't do it. Yeah, he walked away. He walked away. But the crazy thing is this. The crazy thing is this. What did it say after that? And Jesus still loved him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Jesus still loved him. And it's like, dang, man. We don't deserve... Like, we don't deserve anything. We don't deserve anything, bro. No. We don't deserve nice things. We don't deserve a nice house. We don't deserve anything. Like God, so we don't deserve anything at all. Mm-hmm. Even if we reject Him, like Jesus still loves you. Yeah. And that's just crazy. You know what I mean? That I just I was just thinking about that when you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. No, it's a, it's a great it's a great example of just. Yeah, God's love for us, even when we just sure. completely twist things. So yeah, if you if you kind of do subscribe to that whole prosperity gospel movement, like doesn't mean that God hates you. We're not saying that God is against you now. Like God still is obsessed with you and loves you so much. But I think yeah. God loves you too much to let you stay in the dark. You know, He loves you too much to let you continue going into a direction that doesn't really lead to Him. You know what I right. mean? And I think it's important to um, understand where we're off theologically so that Mm -hmm. we can get on track with God and get onto the right direction where it leads to him rather than what leads to whatever else is out there. For sure. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So I think, I think we, uh, I think we're all, yeah, I think we're set. I think we're set. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think that's good. I don't. I don't know if we can do any more than that, right there. Yeah, I, I think that's good. 
That's a good way to that end it. The, uh, the dagger right there, bro. Yeah, that was good, man. You got anything else you want you want to say? No, man. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> we got new episodes coming out every Friday now. We kind of had to switch it up now. because uh, just our schedules are kind of changing. It's just easier for everybody to to get yeah. on and to do this. So yeah, every Friday, sure. new new uh, new podcast episode, and also we're doing these devotional videos on Instagram. So the OJ in the morning, yeah. Instagram page. Uh, me and Obi are going to alternate every week. So this week it'll be me. Last week it was Obi, and next week it'll be Obi. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for staying connected. We will see you guys next time.